0: on let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ there is none other in heaven or on earth welcome to another episode of hope in Christ with Denise here on kingdom influencers broadcast where we place our hope in the only hope there is Christ our Lord Welcome, 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 welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, Pastor Denise, and I am here today to share a devotional with you titled What the Bible Says About Trust. But let's begin with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. You alone are God. Father, we bless your name. Hallelujah. We thank you, O God, for another Day, We thank you for another opportunity to hear your word, to absorb your word, to meditate on your word, Father God. For your word says meditate day and night. So Father, we pray and ask, oh God, that you would touch us, you would help us to see you and to see your glory and help us to trust you with all of our hearts, trusting in you and no one else, trusting in you and not ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers broadcast. So today we're going to talk about, as I just said, what the Bible says about trust. Not trusting in riches, not trusting in fortune and fame, and not trusting in people, not trusting even in yourself but trusting in God with your heart, with your heart. So we're going to talk about that. So without us trusting God, without us placing our trust in the one that we can trust, we walk around barren. And so we've talked about barren before. We've talked about it um, on the show. We've talked about it um, many times because, my ministry, part of Hope in Christ Ministries. I'm the, of those that don't know. I'm the founder of Hope in Christ, and part of Hope in Christ Ministries is called My True Identity, and that's the women, girls portion of the um, ministry. And so, um, much of My True Identity deals with barrenness and coming out of our barren places, and allowing God to. Feel us, allowing God to heal us and deliver us. And so um, you'll hear me talk about barrenness quite often. And um, the definition, again, of barrenness is hard, firm, inactive, yielding no return because of inactivity, infertile, desolate, dry, or depleted. Hard, firm, inactive, yielding no return because of inactivity, infertile, desolate, dry, or depleted. That's the definition of barren. And so we're going to talk about how that relates to not trusting God. So in order, again, for us to become healed, delivered, and set free and come out of our barren places, we must first place our trust in the only one that we can trust. And that is Christ, our Lord. That is Christ, our Lord. So we're going to begin with Psalm 42, 1 through 2. We're going to begin talking about it. And then we're going to talk about the acronym HEART that God gave me um, so clearly of how we can look at trusting him with our heart. And we're going to talk a little bit also about Hannah from Scripture. So Psalm 42, 1 through 2 says, as deer, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul, so pants my soul for you, oh God. Now let's break that down. As the deer pants, or as the deer longs for or desires for the water brooks, so pants so long, so desires my soul, my mind, my seat of senses, my affections and my emotions, myself, the essence of life that is who I am, so pants my soul for you, O oh God. O oh God, who is that? Elohim, the eternal self-existing one. That is what O God means in Psalm 42, 1 through 2, when it says, O God, saying Elohim, the existing one, the one who exists, the one who created, the, the ruler, the judge, the one who is. That's, that's, that's who the person is talking to in Psalm 42. And then the second part of that scripture says, my soul thirsts for you. My soul thirsts for the living God. My soul thirsts for the living God. Okay, so we know what soul is again, the seed of senses, the affections, and emotions, the essence of life of who we are, the real us. Our soul, my soul thirsts or desires eagerly. For the living God, for Elohim, the living one, the judge, the ruler, the one who created the universe and everything that's in it, the almighty one, the great and powerful one. So my soul thirsts for the living God. Psalm 73 and 26 says, my flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Once again, Psalm 73 and 26 says, My flesh and heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. My portion, my inheritance, my atonement. God is who I need. God is who I need. And then we're going to, Dive into so those are the two key scriptures about trusting, trusting in God with everything that's in us. We have to pant; our soul has to thirst, and we have to pant for the living God. He has to become our portion. We 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 say we we have to get to the place like Psalm seventy three and twenty six says: My flesh and my heart fail, but my God is the portion of my life he is my portion forever my inheritance forever so that means that I should not continue the same way because I can if I just get to the trust and put my trust in the living one that I will be okay that I will be okay so we we know about Hannah from Scripture and we know that she is a person from Scripture that had to begin to truly put her trust in God, as myself and many of you. Um, And so in Hannah's life, Hannah, um, when we read, and a lot of us are familiar with Hannah from Scripture, Hannah um, was married to Elkanah, and that was her husband. And her rival in Scripture, the other wife or the um, concubine or, or whoever she was, She Penina was her rival. And so Hannah had a conflict. Hannah had struggles. Hannah had some things that was going on in her life where she had to place her trust in God. So we're going to talk about it. So Hannah had two types of conflict. She had an external conflict and she had an internal conflict. And external is what's on the outside and what happens around us. Um, that affects us. And then the internal is what the war on the inside of us, the war on the inside of us. So the external conflict that Hannah had in scripture was Hannah could not have children. And we're very familiar with Hannah's story. And Penina provoked her severely. So Hannah could not have children, but Penina could have children. And Penina's Paraded her children in front of Hannah, and the Bible says that Hannah's, uh, that Elkanah loved Hannah, and um, in the culture of the time, and that was another one of the conflicts Hannah had. The culture of the time said if you're barren, the husband has the right to take another wife so that he could bear a son, and that that son can continue on the name of the um, in the family. And so the internal conflict was. And that Hannah was heartbroken because she could not bear children. She could not bear her husband, whom he loved her and she loved him a child. So she was heartbroken. She was depressed. She had been rejected by the culture. And she felt as if she was an outcast. So she had some things going on. Amen? So those were Hannah's dilemmas. Again, the culture... In their culture of the time, women that couldn't bear children were pretty much shunned and they weren't worthy. And so the the husbands were allowed to, in the culture, take another wife so that there, there could be, the bloodline could continue. And so this was Hannah's conflict. That was Hannah's conflict. So how did Hannah respond? Because much like many of us, we may not be dealing with what Hannah Personally dealt with, but we have some conflicts. We have some internal and we have some external conflicts. And so Hannah's response to the conflict, at first, she wept. The word says that she wept and she wept and she cried and to the point that the um, when she went to the temple, the priest thought she was drunk. She was so, she was just so distraught. She did not eat. It was the sign of depression. Um, her heart was grieved, and she wasn't content with her husband's love because the Bible shares with us that Elkanah gave her a double portion. He, he wanted to please her. He wanted her to come out of the depression that she was in. And then in bitterness of soul, she prayed. She prayed to the Lord. Now, let's think about that for a moment. In bitterness of soul, she prayed. She was done. She couldn't take no more. That's that's what that means to me when I really look at that. I I see that Hannah was done. She couldn't take no more, and she went to the Lord. She had gotten to the end of her rope, and she went to the Lord, and she prayed to the Lord. And And the Bible tells us that she wept in anguish, And again, that told me that she's at the end of her rope, and there was no answer, that she had tried to solve it herself in her life, and there was no answer. So she had to go to the source. She had to go to the source. So she gave her heart's desire to the Lord, and she put her trust in God. She put her trust in God. So we're going to talk about what does that mean. We're going to talk about what that means. So when Hannah went and she prayed and she cried out and she longed for God to answer her prayer, she made a vow. Um, She spoke in her heart. She said, no, my Lord. And she was talking to, because they thought she was drunk, and she was talking to the priest. And she said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink but have poured out my soul before the Lord. So she was so out of it that the priest thought she was drunk, that she had been drinking, that she was out of her mind. But she said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Now remember the scripture we read earlier, my soul pants as the deer pants for the water. My soul longs for God, for the living God. So she began to worship. She began to place her trust that God would do it. Because in that Hannah drew closer to God. In that Hannah drew closer to God. She kept her vow and which was an act of trust, and then she, what she did was God answered, of course, because he's God. God answered, and, and not all the time does God answer, but he answered Hannah's prayer. And as she promised, she took Samuel to the temple, and she gave him over to God. As long as he lives, she said, he shall be lent to the Lord these were Hannah's words so she put her trust she put her only her firstborn son wasn't sure that she was gonna have any more because remember how long it took for Hannah to have children and that she was barren she was empty but not only was Hannah empty physically or barren physically Hannah was barren spiritually Hannah thought that every all of that would solve her issue Hannah thought all all of it would solve her issue, but it did not. Hannah needed the Lord, and she didn't know it. Many of us need the Lord, and we don't know it. I was a Hannah. I was barren. I could not have children, and and I found out just like Hannah, I found out I was spiritually barren as well. I wasn't just physically barren, but I was spiritually barren because if I would have had a child, I still would have walked in depression. I still would have walked in rejection. Maybe I needed the healing in my soul. I needed the healing and the deliverance in my soul. And so that's what we're talking about today. So the end result was that Hannah gave her heart to God, to the living Elohim, Yahweh, the existing one, the eternal, self-existing God. And in her closing prayer, she did a praise break. She, she gave it all over. She had given it all over to God. And so we're going to talk about it using the acronym HEART. How did Hannah give her heart over to God? So the first letter is HEAL. Hannah allowed God to heal her. And in her closing prayer, it showed us that Hannah allowed God to heal her. So Hannah said, he raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. So he raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap. Now, this is figuratively speaking. Hannah is not necessarily talking about poor, meaning without money, without resources. Hannah is talking about poor in spirit. And so she was acknowledging that God had raised her from her place where she was barren and where she was empty. The E um, in heart is endure. The bowels of the mighty men are broken. And those who stumbled are girded with strength. The bowels of the mighty men are broken. And those who stumbled are girded with strength. So Hannah was able to endure, God caused her to endure all of those things. And it says, the bows are the bows of the mighty men are broken. So she was able to ignore what others had done and rejected and mistreated her. And um, those who stumbled are girded with strength. So God had girded Hannah with strength. He had a her in his strength. And so she was able to endure as she gave her heart to God. The A in heart is... Um, she was able to assess. She was able to assess. When she gave her heart to God, she was able to pay attention and assess not just her situation, but the situation of Penina. See, because what we don't know and what we don't realize is that Penina was barren as well. Because Penina, if she was content after she had children, she wouldn't have, Terrorized Hannah, but because Penina was empty, Penina wasn't filled and fulfilled in and in purpose and had peace herself. So she brought, she she you know tried to wreck Hannah's peace because she had no peace herself. So God allowed Hannah to assess that the adversaries and her words are the adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. And so her adversary, the enemy, was using Penina to war against her, to try to come against her. But, again, the word and her prayer, she said, From heaven he will thunder against them. So favor, he gave Hannah favor, and Hannah was able to physically bear a child. So she was, again, able to assess herself in the other situation with Penina talk no more these were her words towards the enemy of her soul talk no more so very proudly let no arrogance come from your mouth for the lord is the god of knowledge and by him actions are weighed so she said god knows your heart god knows why you do what you do to me and so she 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 was trying to say that in her prayer not just her but the culture and how they treated Hannah, Hannah responded with faith and putting her trust in God. Hannah again said, talk no more, so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. And so she was telling them, just wait, just wait, God will work it out for me. And she went on to say, she who has many children has become feeble. So Hannah understood that just because people have children, just because uh, uh, your quiver is full of children, just because of that, that doesn't mean that you are content. That doesn't mean that someone is happy. And so Hannah understood in her barren place that Without God, even just having that one child, Hannah knew that without God, peace still wouldn't come. Joy still wouldn't come. Unspeakable joy would not come without God. So Hannah came to understand that as she placed her heart in the hands of God. Amen. And then the art in heart is restored. Hannah allowed God to restore her. She said, I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. I myself know that I've endured a lot of different things, and and I blink back tears when I think about how, People may have looked at me differently, or I've just some of the things that myself and not just myself, but my husband and I have endured, and we know that God is the restorer. God is the restorer, He can give you beauty for ashes. And so I say to you that are listening, let's give our heart. To the living god stop putting your trust in everything else stop putting your trust in people stop putting your trust in valuables things sometimes we'll buy things and buy things that we think is going to bring contentment to us and it doesn't it doesn't there's sometimes i just want to say here can okay, y'all just take my car back can you do this can you take this back because some of the things that we have gathered some of the things that we have taken on in our lives are still not bringing about contentment, why? Because our heart has to be in god 's hand now that I place my heart in the hand of God, I understand that stuff means nothing. The people that the, the people 's opinions they mean nothing because when my heart is in the heart of God that 's all that matters. When my heart is in, in his hand, and when I give it all over to him and I turn away from um The other ways of living, the other things that I may have done, and even being concerned with people, I understand that God is God, and nobody can't do anything else to me. Nothing can be done because God is my peace. God is my peace. And so the T in heart is treasure. God became Hannah's treasure. No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you. Nor is there any, nor is there any rock like our God. Hannah made God her treasure. Again, she said, no one is holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you. Nor is there any rock like our God. So we we learn here that Hannah from Scripture gave our heart to God. Hannah, as we give our heart to God like Hannah, and all of the Hannah's out there that are listening. He heals us, that's the H. He causes us to endure. That's the E. He causes us to assess the situation. We're able to see clearly we're able to understand more clearly. He causes us to be restored. He restores our soul, as the word says. And finally we make him our treasure. When he brings us through many things, he makes we make him our treasure forevermore. Amen. So I thank you for listening on what the Bible says about trusting God. We read an example about, and we talked about an example about Hannah from Scripture. And how Hannah, like many of us, we, many of us are Hannah. So we, we can't act like we're not. Many of us are Hannah. And many of us are barren. Many of us are empty. Many of us are in need of giving our hearts to the living God. So if you are that person, if you are that individual like myself in a way I have needed to give God my heart, I ask you right now to pray with me and surrender. Father God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that you alone are our God. I thank you, O God, that you know what's in us. You know the end from the beginning. You know our thoughts. You know our ways. You know our heart's desires. Father, make us, help us to see. Make us to know that you need to become our heart desire. Help us to get off of the merry-go-round. Help us, oh God, to surrender it to you. Surrender our lives, our heart, our souls to you, for you are the one that gave it. Father, we pray, oh God, that we would treasure you. We would make you our treasure and stop treasuring things and people that mean us no, no good. Father, I pray for the person that's listening, that they would choose you. For you've given us a free will, but Father, I pray that they are tired of the go round and that they would place their trust in you today, giving their heart over to you and allowing you to mend every barren place, to restore, to reharvest everything that hasn't grown. Father, I thank you and I praise you for you alone are worthy. I give you glory and I give you honor. And I thank you for those that are listening. I pray for soul deliverance, soul salvation, and surrender to the living God. Thank you, O God, for you are Elohim. You are Yahweh. You are the eternal self-existing God. And we magnify you and you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Please, please, please follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Reach out to me on um, Facebook or Instagram um, if you want to be interviewed by Hope in Christ Ministries on one of the podcasts. If you want to be a guest on the show or on the book review that is um, brought to you by the Hope in Christ Book Club, Thank you all for just um, supporting, for listening, and I pray that you would also um, go to Amazon and purchase my new journal. Is this English class or Bible study? And it is strategies for building literacy and studying God's Word. And this. The journal is to help build your literacy and help you study the word and have fun in the word. And this is for anyone, or you can purchase Representing God. It's the other Hope in Christ Ministries journal. Um, representing God, Taking a Healthy Look at the Holy One of Israel is the first journal before it is as English class was written. It's the very first book, and that one is for youth, but many adults have done Representing God and the activities in it, and they have enjoyed it. And it is a journal of activities that use English strategies and help you understand the deity of Christ. Amen. And also um, follow me, my True Identity ministry, um, Instagram, Facebook page, where I share um, overcoming abuse, overcoming and healing from those things that we have taken on as our identity, and that's not our identity. Our identity is found in Christ and Christ alone. And if you have a young girl, if you have a youth group, your mentoring group, um, or even a counseling group of girls that have experienced some type of abuse, please go to Amazon and purchase Hannah's Hope um, Youth Novella. And it has it contains um, questions and resources for the group of girls that you are going to be ministering to. And I thank you for tuning in again to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences broadcast. Have a blessed day, evening, morning. Be blessed.